You are now listening to the self-proclaimed greatest listen in the Hunter and along the coast. What's new in the castle? Led by your two co-hosts, Big Dan Nilsson and Campbell Scott. We need to hear you, Newcastle! And welcome back to the self-proclaimed greatest listen in the Hunter and along the coast. Thank you for the two-week spell we've had. We've been on nice holidays. I've actually moved from my bedroom to my lounge room, and it's actually nice. I actually live with two people called Mum and Dad, and they seem pretty nice people. So, <laughs> shout out to Mum and Dad. But uh, like I said, the self-proclaimed greatest listen in the Hunter and along the coast, the podcast, they make your ears hurt and faces cringe. Campbell, he's with me today for our big Knights of Nights, the Big Dick Tower Awards, as famous as the Queen's Wharf Tower. It's been nostalgically... Uh, Bulldozer the last few years, so yeah. yeah. Were you here when that was here? Yeah, yeah, I was here. I think it only got pulled down two or three years ago. Didn't pulled it? down, that's a good pun. Pulled down, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, a few things in Newcastle pulled, apart. pulled off or pulled, yeah, pulled, pulled apart, apart like a hot chook. <laughs> but um, like I said, this is our massive awards night, which we'll hopefully be doing every 12 months if we're still around in 12 months' time. If Campbell hasn't signed another deal with another podcast company or stand up his offers. own podcast. But we're also joined by a special guest, the man that hosts the NRL Roast Instagram page, the big Roasty Dean. Thanks for joining us on What's New in the Castle, mate. Campbell, Dan, uh, thanks very much for having me back. I'll challenge you real quick, Dan. Uh, you live with your mum and dad, or you're out there with your mum and dad. Um, rate their cooking out of 10. Go oh, that, actually, both of them are 10. Both of them are actually good, oh, and they've got their own specialties. Somehow. Yeah, somehow, actually, yeah. you know what? I'll, I'll give mum a 10. I'll give dad a, an 8. What? Variety. I'd like to see more from him. By the sounds of that, you don't yeah. cook much. <laughs> oh, fuck God, no. I, no, I don't, I don't cook. Um, uh, yeah, a bit disappointed, Racy. You start off with Campbell and Dan, considering I fucking run this podcast here. It's Dan and Campbell. Mate, I'm the Sorry, life of it. Look, I don't, I don't play favourites. And I was just, I think maybe sometimes I've gone Dan and Campbell, Dan and Campbell. So I'm like, nah, I've got to give Campbell some credit here. And I started with him this time. Well, you've always gone. Plus, I'm also looking at looking at you guys and Campbell's on the on the left and you're on the right. So oh, so it's mirror. Yeah, right. So you've always gone alphabetically anyway, haven't you, in your whole life? So Campbell comes before Dan for D. So you just, you're just the way you've been brought up, mate. Um, just. Mate. Yeah. Very, very highly educated. Yeah. <laughs> um, just so uh, people who have no idea who they are, who you are, and don't have Instagram, and uh, been living under a rock. Yeah, living. Uh, they're still in MySpace. Uh, give us a little rundown of who you are, where you're from, what you do, etc., mate. I just a dirty little cretin living in uh, central west of New South Wales. Um, I run the NRL roast and roasted uh, rugby league pages on uh, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Uh, mate, just uh, a guy that loves his loves his footy, loves taking the piss out of out of the game, um, trying to make some fun of the players, but not really, you know, hurt them, hurt their feelings too much. But just, um, you know, a fan that loves the game and loves, you know, putting that out there for everyone to, to see. Fuck, what a gig, eh? <laughs> yeah, and I've seen last night uh, we had the Dallium. Night two of the Dally M's, I might night, add. Night two. And I uh, see you had a fair bit of fun with PVL's uh, little oh, little lip slide there. Osh- Oshay L.A. Yeah, one point to Josh Alloyer, but he said Oshay L.A. <laughs> <laughs> did you, um, did, straight away, were you listening to it or did someone send it to you? Or were you just like, nah? no? No, no. So, uh, what I don't get is, you know, they spread this thing and I, I 
maybe whinge them just for a second, but they spread this thing over two nights, but then they jam-pack all the positional awards and the main award in the last five minutes of the show. I just yeah. I didn't understand. There was so much going on that I actually missed it. And I, someone um, shared in a group of, that I was in and, like, have a look at this, and I'm like, oh, I've got to do something with that. And um, But, yeah, like, it was, like, all these positional awards, and then the Dally M was like, what do I do? Do I do a team of the year or put out the, you know, I had a graphic for Tommy, yeah. Tommy winning it. So I wanted to focus on that and get that out there and then worry about sort of that funny stuff afterwards. Yeah, but, um, yeah well, I was, trying to, yeah. I was trying to update on our page as well because you want to be the first page out there to post it, and then I'm yeah. trying to guess the team of the year and get like a photo, then background remove it, add them in, and then I was like, oh, I got one position wrong, I guess, and I'm like, yeah, they made team of the year, and I'm fucking trying to change it, so it was an absolute shit fight, but um, uh, I... but that little speech from PVL was just a complete butcher, eh? Yeah. Like, he, the poor bloke, he did have um, Oshay Alley, Josh Alloye with one point, and then Hamol Olakawatu, which I think he just said Hamol Olakau or something yeah, like that. Like, he yeah. just absolutely ruptured that speech. And I'll, I'll put my hand up and say, like, a lot of those names I could not, not pronounce, but yeah. I don't know how you get Josh wrong. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, this is also the funny thing, too, is you look back and you go, there was um, John Grant, who I don't think he didn't know who Cameron Smith was, who was Kangaroo's captain at yeah. the time. Um, you had um, the, the other guy, Peter Beatty. He, um, the bus, Peter Beatty, yeah. The, the, the he, bird, he was really shocking. He, he, he didn't know who the Sharks, the sharks tank. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and he got, yeah. he's like, oh, I don't know who they are, but if you ask me next week, I'll know. And then he went up to yeah. some kid wearing a Barcelona Barcelona jersey saying, oh, yeah, you support the Knights. And yeah. it's just like, what's the Knights? To <laughs> his, to these, his... guys, these guys were hung out, hung out to dry in the media and nothing's been said about Peter Volandi's like butchering a name. So it's like, yeah. it shows how protected he is. And, yeah. yeah. But anyway. Yeah, but uh, mo- moving on anyway. So we'll get to the swing of it. Grand final week. It's uh, finally here. Actually feels heaps early compared to last year, obviously because the season was delayed by a month. But we've got the uh, South Sydney Rabbitohs, the Heritage Club taking on the foot of the mountain, the Penrith Panthers. Panthers. So that's going to be a great game. I didn't see the these two clubs facing off in the grand final. Everyone thought the Storm and the um, Penrith were going to face off. So it's quite interesting. Makes a... Good narrative with Wayne Bennett, Wayne Bennett and uh, Cleary. Yeah, there's um, the the Panthers certainly went the long way around, but um, I was actually I can't remember who I was speaking to, but it's very reminiscent of how the Cowboys and they eventually obviously went on to win the 2015 Grand Final. They lost to Brisbane in Week One of the finals. Yeah, that's right. So it's only happened a couple of times. Mm. You, yeah, so. Um, yeah, Rosie, you want to give us a, your tip for the grand final? Give us a winner, a score, prediction, and the Clive Churchill medalist. Yeah, look, um, I, I think I spoke with uh, Scotty Sattler today and um, interviewed him just for my podcast, and he, he was saying, like, you know, the, the battle's going to be won in the middle, and I find it hard to disagree with him. He got two great forward packs. Uh, um, unfortunately, like the Panthers team just got named. They're going to miss out on Tavita Pangai Jr., who's been great for them. Um, over the past sort of uh, month and a bit. So, yeah. uh, but I still think, yeah, it's just going to be a, um, a heavyweight clash right in the middle there. I think there's still a little bit of points. Um, I'm going for a 2012 scoreline in favour of the Panthers. I think the Panthers get it, get it done. I think they learned their lesson from that that loss to the um, to South in, in week one of the finals and, yeah. and bounce back. And I've got the Clive Churchill going to the hooker uh, episode Kyrus here. So that's uh, me. Panthers... 1 to 12 or 20 to 12, it'll be. 
Um, one to twelve the margin with Appleside Coruscant. Yeah, right. Campbell, what do you got? Yeah, nice. I went um, pretty similar to Roasty. I had Panthers 18-14 and Appleside Coruscant also uh, Clive, Clive Churchill. Churchill. And I actually I backed him last year too for the Clive Churchill, so I'm staying strong. And um, for the rugby league trivia enthusiasts out there, I love my trivia. The last two times Penrith have won the comp, the hooker has got. The man of the match. Well, you're going to load up on that, aren't you? You're going to put yeah. your hard, hard-earned lob set that you've earned in the last week. So, yeah, ch- for for those wanting to actually know who they were, it was Luke Prittison and Roycey Simmons. There you go. Mm. It's a good, nice little yeah, fact. Yeah, that's, that's a good one. Yeah. Well, um, not like you two big dicks over here. I've, um, I've, I love an underdog. I love... I'm a Knight supporter at heart, but I've got the Rabbitohs jersey on, so I've got a stick of the red and green here. The 1908 club, they think they only missed one season in 2000 and come back or something like that. Um, but I'm going the Rabbitohs to win by one to six points. I'm going around that 24-20 scoreline. Um, I'm wow. going to go yeah, 24-20 to the Rabbitohs. And I'm going to go Adam Reynolds in his final game as his junior club. Clive Churchill, send him off up to Brisbane, up to Spoon Corp. And um, he'll live happily ever after with that lots and lots of cash in his wallet. Mm. And I'm also going to go throw the first points of the game. It's going to be a Penrith Panthers two-point uh, conversion penalty kick. So Two-point conversion as opposed to a three-point. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. So, we've, yeah, rugby league here. So, I'm going to, yeah, 24-20, Rabbitohs, Adam Reynolds in his final game, which, uh, yeah, I'd feel that bit decent value anyway. You're talking about um, a bit of trivia earlier on. A um, little, little bit of a, a fact, so... Uh, the last time Wayne Bennett coached a team in the grand final at Lang Park, it was South. Yeah. South. South Logan. South Logan up there. So Yeah, wow. You know, Fuck back when the, Moses uh, put in the wing yeah. for Bethlehem. Long time ago. So, yeah, that's a little bit of a, like, I suppose you could say like, a, uh, like an omen or a um, little bit of trivia from that one. So, yeah, it'll be interesting to see if he can... Do the, replicate the same, become the first um, NRL coach to win a premiership. In, yeah, well, not not to focus too much on the game because I'm sure our listeners don't come here to get our rugby league knowledge. But like, this is his tenth grand, tenth rugby league grand final, and yeah, he's, wow. he's won seven, yeah. lost two. That is incredible. The only team was the Knights, but he made one game off the grand final yeah. with Bedsy got 2014. That fucking was knocked out. Yeah, yeah. Oh, 2013. Yeah. 2014, yeah, yeah. But anyway, yeah, like it's just incredible. Like people talk about Bellamy being the greatest coach of all time. Wayne Bennett surely would have to be up there with contention of it because, mate, to get to 10 grand finals mm. is some achievement. Mate, some people go their whole career and not even make a grand final. So uh, shout out to the old Shagger. And uh, I'll I'll take your trivia and raise you again. Um, oh. One one piece of trivia that's or a stat I suppose that's been raised and is continually raised and will probably continue to be raised until it's broken is the fact that Souths have actually conceded fifty points throughout the year, not once but twice. And uh, obviously Kids everyone each other out. Obviously everyone knows that no team's ever gone on to win the comp having conceded fifty on an occasion. But in two thousand and Five, the Cowboys made it, and in 2010, the Roosters made it. So two teams have actually gone so close but failed. Yeah, okay, that's an interesting fact. You, mm. want, to, you want to raise him again, Rosie, with another? <laughs> Keep him coming. Yeah, I, I, did, I didn't think... I'm saving me trivia for... Uh, there's a trivia night, the Messenger Rugby League. He does... Um, they host trivia on... He's doing one on Friday night. They've hosted some throughout uh, the past month or so went through lockdown. They've had lockdown trivia, and this one's on Friday night. So I'm going to save it for that. I'll, I won't... Um, 
I won't embarrass Campbell on his own podcast. Yeah, on his own podcast. It's, it's your podcast again, is it? These are just the facts yeah. the fans love to spill out throughout the game to, so they can just announce themselves to their mates as rugby league experts. I, t- I tell you what, there's a lot of listeners out there, they're loving Campbell more than me. They reckon... Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyway. Yeah, how could you blame them? I do love that. Well, throughout the year, whenever a team gets 50 put on them, it's yeah. one of the first things they put out is... The mock-up. Oh, looks put like the, their, put their the season's cross. done. They won't be... So I love like and like we all do it. We all you know talk talk something up. We all make bold claims, um, but we all own them. And I love the the bold claims of uh, Paul Kent and Mick, Mick Ennis, Ennis. Um, earlier in the year. They put a put a red line through South and and the Panthers were done. So it's good to see those two teams in there. Yeah, sort of giving it to them. As and well. it's always good to see Kenty wrong too. <laughs> <laughs> we do love to see it. So it's one of those uh, we used to do a thing running jokes like footy things you love to see, and, and that's one of them. <laughs> Kenty, you're not listening to me, yeah. mate. <laughs> <laughs> hey, well, Buzz has joined us. How are we going? Yeah. <laughs> we might, might have to get him on for a nomina- nomination. <laughs> 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 I'm pretty sure he'd say, like, oh, yeah. I think Melbourne have got it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. In a clean sweep. What are we these two packs? Uh, anyway, well, I'm moving on to the what they're here all here for. It's the big dick. The big dick tower, we've got it right here. This is what they're all fighting for, the big trophy. That's going to be going out into our final award, but everyone else gets <laughs> every other award nomination. They'll receive the little dick, but this is the big dick. People question being a dick as a negative thing. I feel like being the big dick in the room is being... Big dick energy. Big dick energy, being that leader, being that charismatic <laughs> person where if you're ever in like troubles or problem, everyone has that mate you always go to. And I'm probably not that person, but <laughs> my mate over here, Campbell, he's that big dick energy that I'm going to go up to oh. if I ever had a problem. You ever have something you want done or need, you go to the big dick, don't you, uh, Rosie? <laughs> The, the, the good thing is, you don't even have to have a big dick to have that big dick energy. Oh, that's well, right. Just ask Campbell. Notable. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, that's the the big dick tower as was in Queen's Wharf a few years ago. So for, to start off with, we're gonna name our teams of the year, and then we're all, then each after each award, we're gonna have thirty seconds to come up with a winner out of the three nominations, and. Um, while we're reading the team out, you can't question someone about a player choice. Yep. And then once we've all read the three teams out, we'll put 30 seconds on the clock and then we'll come up with a winner. So we'll go um, for the positions where there's like left and right. We'll go both wingers at the one time. Do you yeah, think? yeah, 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 yeah. Speed it up well, a bit. So I'll just read, I'll go through my 13, then oh, Campbell, yeah, okay. then Rosie's form of that. Yeah, okay. Yep. Righto. For, so for the Little Dick nominations, team of the year, I've gone Tom Dubrovich fullback. Josh Adokar and Alex Johnson on the wings. Olu Mimanu in the centres. Cody Walker and Adam Reynolds in the half. Daniel Saifidi and Christian Welsh is in my front rowers with Jaden Braley at dummy half and my captain. Isaiah Papalehi and Elliot Whitehead in my back row. And Mr. Thumbs Up himself, Jake Dravojevich in lock. Campbell, you want to go through your 13? Yes, I certainly will. Um, no, certainly going to be no arguments here, but I've gone Tom Dravojevich at fullback. Brian To'o. And Josh Adokar, the fox on the wings. Uh, in the centre centres, I've gone Joey Manu and Jamoz, two Roosters centres. In the halves, I've got Cody Walker and Nathan Cleary. Jacob Saifidi up front with uh, James Fisher-Harris. Appy Corusau in the middle of those two at hooker. In the back row, I've actually gone two Kiwis. I've gone Torhu Harris and Isaiah Papali'i. Yep. And Cam Murray locks down the scrum. Ooh, I like that. 
Rosie, you want to go through your 13? Yeah, let's do it. Uh, you can't argue with uh, Tommy Trevojevic up the back there. Um, best player all year. Uh, wingers, I've got um, pretty much the same as you guys. I've got uh, Brian Toho and uh, Josh Shadow Carr. Yep. Uh, love the Fox. Um, centers, I've got uh, Matty Burton and Justin Olam. Um, mm. Yeah, nice. Yeah, can't argue. Like you know, I'm going very close to the Dalian, but I love uh, love Matty Burton and, and Justin Holland, What they did this year. Um, five eight. I've got um, Cody Walker. Yeah, good choice. Love, uh, Cody. Um, halfback Nathan Cleary, the big chin. Um, up, up front, I'll take uh, James Fisher, Harrison, Payne, Haas. I thought they were they were brilliant this year. Uh, hooker, I'll take Brandon Smith, the cheese. Second rowers, I've got in there Isaiah Papali'i and. Hello, Alakua too. Pretty sure I stuffed that up. Not Oshay. <laughs> Not Oshay Ale. Yeah, Oshay Ale. And uh, lock on the scrum, we've got um, Isaiah Yo. Um, well done. Right. Boy from around here. Right. Um, yep. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Good. Good. Three. Three good teams there. A lot. Kind of different positions. Um, so we'll, I think we'll start foot- thirty seconds now. Right. At, well, my opinion. Um, going off. I like Campbell's forward pack, and that's got me over the line. Um, like I said, he's both had Cleary. Uh, yeah, that's probably obviously because he's high, scored high on the points. He's been great all year. I thought Adam Reynolds was great. Were there anyone? Uh, Rosie? Yeah, look. Oh, I, I think uh, Nathan Cleary, what did he finish second uh, on the Daly M? Um, was leading it. You know, had a great start of the season. Still missed, came back, looked like he hadn't missed a, missed a step. Yeah. Stood up in the state of origin as well. I thought he played well there. So yeah, for me, it's it's a lot for Nathan Cleary. I thought he was yeah, mate. The guys, the guys lost two games in the last two years. Yeah, or since yeah, round I'm... two, twenty twenty, since before lockdown, pre COVID. Well, um, very clinical. Yeah. Well, I'm giving my point to Campbell. Campbell, who's who? Which side? Um, <laughs> you can vote for yourself as well, because I'll be voting for myself a fair bit tomorrow. Yeah, I don't know. I think uh, we had a lot of positions exactly the same. Um. Yeah, I've picked my side, so well, I'm going to vote wins. for him. Who, Rosie, who are yeah, you going I think, for? I think, I think you go for Campbell. I think Campbell got, got a pretty spot. I like his back rollers, because the back rollers was a hard one. And um, I just think Torhu Harris um, really... Who was, who was the other one from the Warriors? The guy with the headgear? Oh, Josh Curran. Yeah, he had a big oh, season. Like, I, did, like, I didn't even think of him. So, yeah, But yeah, yeah he I just... Think it's just hard. Like, I think we're a little bit influenced by, you know, we had the Dally M's. We've, we've seen all these players, you know, get nominated and, and and we relive sort of their year. And I think we get influenced by them a bit. But I think, Campbell, you've sort of brought up a few players, you know, that probably didn't get a mention um, on the nights and stuff like that. So, yeah, I'll, uh, Dan's giving you a point. I'll give you a point. I think your team of the year's got it. Brilliant. So that's 1-0 to Campbell. So that's the first one. Moving on to our next award, we'll go with the biggest brain explosion of the year. Oh, and, uh, God, this is the thing come off the top of my head. There's always there's always brain explosions if it's on the field, off the field. Um, I'll try and stay away from the real negative ones that brings the game to the distribute or that's going to ruin someone's career. I like to talk about the brain explosions that bring a bit of humor and a bit of a smile to our faces. My nomination has to go to that judo-throwing salesman, <laughs> Lachlan Lewis, at uh, halftime, when he, <laughs> he... How do you explain it? He didn't want to get a toe-to-toe with Cody Walker, so his judo throwed him oh. to the ground, and even his teammates looked at him. So that's my nomination. He seems like a real piece of work. Who you got, Roasty? Well, I just want to know with uh, Lachlan Lewis, like, well, at the time, what was he? Was he trying to get the ball? I, I forget oh. now. Like, I remember the, the game, game, though, the half was over. Was he, 
Yeah, the half was there, but he, was he trying to get the ball back off him for some reason? Or, so, or whatever it was, it was what, like, up there. Like one of those kids where it's like, that's my ball, I'm going to play with it. Just because, <laughs> you know, yeah, you haven't touched this ball in two years. It's just because I have it, you want it. I think he backs it up with, this, with trying to sell the speaker as well. He's oh, a good nom there with, with the judo throw. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw it, um, a funny sort of one. It was Brendan Smith. Um, he, he putting Brock's into belly aches bag. Oh, oh, that, was, that was good. That was good. Yeah, so, like, that was that was funny and it was a great gag. But I'm like... Shame we didn't get to see coach. the brain now explosion. You, now you've got the coach that's going to be after you for the, the entire off-season. Yeah. He, he's going to want to get you back. Yeah. And you've got the coach that, you know, he, he outlays the law to you, like he tells you, you know, what you've got to do, all the running you've got to do, and he's going to have that in the back of his head going, okay, I know this. And, you know, he might just get you back with some That's other right. Down the track. Yeah, I, like, I, know, I know who's going to go to army, pe- army camp with a backpack full of rocks. Uh, but if they say yes. <laughs> uh, my brain explosion actually went to the man who embodied the brain explosion to, in its truest form. Had two brain explosions, got sent to the bin twice in one game, Kane Evans. Oh, brilliant. <laughs> and the man who throws as many punches as he can, and I, I, know, like, I do hear a lot of time he's a great bloke, but if you throw as many punches as him in, don't miss. You know, I think you oh, deserve he, to be sitting down. I'd love to see him actually connect one. And I heard rumours of a footy fight night. I'd love to see him involved in some shape or form. They should just get him in the ring fighting himself, just yeah. fucking swinging and <laughs> swinging his big dick around. Will, Will Chambers and, and Kane Evans jumping in the ring at the end of the year. That's one fight I would pay to see. Oh, that is... <laughs> I think any, any New South Wales-born person probably want to see... Um, Will Chambers get knocked Will out Chambers, um, on, the, on the end of a punch Just give him three one minute rounds It's all we want Three one minute yeah. rounds Yeah yeah. Well um, 30 seconds in the clock um, look, uh, Reasons why I'm not voting for you on this one Rosie I wanted to see the footage When Craig Bellamy yeah. opens up And yeah. that's what I'd love to see that at Brain Explosion by Bellamy you know That would have been good And uh, yeah. The, the, yeah And I'm going to give the points to myself I just feel like the judo throwing was outstanding And Campbell Yours the reason why um, not I'm a lover, not a fighter, and I don't like violence. So no, nah, I'm, I'm giving my point to you. Lock and Lewis is, seems like a, a right peanut. Well, you vote. I think he earns earns a point for that, but he earns double points for this speaker selling. So <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. Well, that's uh, one all here. We'll go on to our, our next award: greatest off-field duo. So. A, um, sorry, off the field, on the field, doesn't really matter. Combinations is really important in the NRL. I'm going to go with just a typical one, which I probably won't even give my points for. Luai and uh, Brian Toto, Bizzo, just their charismatic pair. More 2020-ish, but yeah, it's still, still like the Wiggles. They're still around, but is it the same as what it, we originally saw? What's happening in 2022? Are, we going to be, is it, are they going to turn like heel like stone cold and the people not going to be as interested as they originally were like people like new shiny toys new shiny cars are they like the the 2007 hilux or are they the 2021 hilux i don't know rosie who do you who have you got for your best duo Fuck, i've got no idea where you were going with that <laughs> <laughs> well, um you got to think if, if they end up winning the the comp this year they'll get a lot of fans that'll you know they've already started fans with their celebration yeah. Um, over top celebration after tries, fans start to dislike them. Um, I don't. I love that sort of stuff. But um, you could see them turn heel. You could see them turn heel. The, the <laughs> yeah, fans yeah. Again. So I like that one. Uh, mate, my greatest um, duo this year, I'm going to throw it to uh, Benji and Wayne. I've seen oh, yeah. oh nice. Um, two oldest dudes, the oldest coach, the oldest player, um, and they're just loving life at the moment. I've seen them in the sheds on the weekend. 
um, dancing, jumping up and down. Benji's been in the sheds, um, hip hip grinding. Um, Wayne's been in there dancing away with the boys. So I think these two, a um, couple of guys I'd probably love to have a beer with. Yeah. Um, I suppose that's how, that's how you judge someone these days is how many beers you'd like to have with them. And yeah. I reckon sitting down with those two, I could drink all night. So um, just reminding everyone that two old guys, they can have a laugh and enjoy rugby league. So my duo is Benji and Wayne. Yeah, brilliant. Um, what was your duo, Cam? Uh, for mine, you're going to have to wind it all the way back to the All-Stars game because I went for Fergie and Fox. They were in camp together for the Indigenous All-Stars and just, I don't know, I feel like their energy just seems to bounce yeah, off one there was another. Yeah, there was a good video of, um, what was it, them at like, the traffic light? Yeah, the yeah. That was good, yeah. that was good, yeah. Well, I'll put 30 seconds on the clock. Uh, I did like, like, and this is not even rigged, we're not going for 1-1-1 one, one, one here, but I liked Rosie's uh, of... Yeah, no, just ben- yeah. I like I like I, I like Bennett. He's growing on me. I like Benji and just that video on the weekend of Benji dry humping him like a like my dog looking for his first dance. So I thought it was really um, it just fit the mood of the of the weekend really. So I'm going to give my point, point to Rosie Campbell. Yeah, yeah, me too. Actually, um, that was definitely one I didn't even think of either. So. Like your vote counts, Rosie. Who are you going for? Um, I'll take it. I'll just take it. Beauty. I'll vote for myself. I'll go for a 3 0 sweep. Right, oh, that's, uh, it's one all. It's 1 1 1. It's like a. God. People are going to think this is rigged, but, mate, this. Not the self the acclaimed greatest listener to Hunter and along the coast for no reason. Next award, we'll go to the Baby Boomer of the Year. And the Baby Boomer of the Year is more of an older style player. Still playing in the game at the moment, so maybe like thirty years of age plus, or just like your award, or just like your win just then. I've gone Benji Marshall. I think he's him. Sia Soliola. Sia Soliola. So, yeah, well, you know. Watch <laughs> Yeah, he's um, he's. You know, every time, sorry, to interrupt, but every time someone stuffs up a name from now on, that's going to be brought out. Watch <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, just them two. They're the only. Two players on the rugby league two PS two game back in like two thousand and five or seven, whatever. I think it was released in two thousand and uh, nine, seven, one. No, that was the original one. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah the, but they're, they're the only two current players still playing, even though he's retired today. Asaya Solalola, Oshayala. I see a I see a Soliola. Yeah. Well, anyway, well, I'm I've got. Sure, I'm pretty sure if you started a career with one of those back in the game, they would have retired. Well before, yeah, that's today. right. Yeah, that's right. They're still going well before their virtual career would have went. Yeah, so. well, I've gone Benji Marshall, my baby boomer. Uh, Campbell, um, on to me. I went actually. I went for Jamos. Uh, oh, brilliant! Probably nice. on the basis that he he played eighty minutes every week, whereas Benji, I know there was even one game where Benji sat on the bench the whole game, but you know, no, no blight against him. But I don't know. I feel like Josh Morris. Would have been a real uh, steady head in that team yep. where they lost a lot of champions throughout the year. And, um, yeah, his leadership was probably very, very valuable to the Roosters. Love that. Yeah, and, like, he, um, he actually, I don't know, a lot of people might have missed it if they didn't tune into the NRL 360, which is um, another thing. They made an award, one of the special awards on NRL 360 instead of the Daly M night, but he won the uh, Proven Summons medal. Yeah, that's a big uh, award. For the best... Yeah, that's a huge award, and and but anyway, yeah, that was for consoling his brother um, after he done his ACL. So it was a special moment for for them too. So that's a great pick. Mine so, was um, Adam Reynolds, still car like oh, you know, yeah. not wanted by the wanted by the rabbit, or you know, only wanted short term. He wanted a long term deal. Ends ends up signing with the Broncos. So one of Redfern's sons is going to leave, but he showed this year that you know he's still got as a 31, 32 year old. 
and I think you know Broncos going to relish in and having him up there for for a few years. So he's my nomination for Baby Boomer of the Year. Yeah, we'll we'll put thirty seconds of the clock. I I'm really I'm stuck here. I might let you, Royce. We'll give you first pick. Because um, I, I'm, I'm going Campbell. Jay Moz, um, yeah. you know, still got it at, I think he was like 35 or something, mm. in you know, a tough position. You've got young young kids coming up, um, up against you every week, um, and still showed he got it, can still score tries. Could still go on for a couple of years, I reckon, but yeah. um, hanging out the boots, and, and we appreciate it. So I love that pick. I'll well, go Jay Moz. Look, I'll, I'll give Campbell my vote if we're happy to agree for... B-Moz and J-Moz, the baby boomers of the year. Because I feel like even though he got his ACL at Newcastle, I was there for his last last actual NRL game. I feel like we yeah. should um, give it to both of them. Yeah, I feel a bit I feel a bit sorry for J-Moz too. He didn't win a single comp and Brett won two. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. And J- Josh would have played in two with the Dogs in 2012 and 2014. He's, playing the, he's playing the couple. Yeah. Poor bastard. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, it comes to when it comes to the Roosters, the year after they've won two comps. Yeah. Next award, which will be a nice quick one, I think. Shit chop of the year, worst haircut or best haircut, depending on um, if you live on west or eastern of the dividing ranges. So um, I feel like if you have a shit chop out west, it's more of a good chop. And if you've got a shit, like a bad haircut here, it is a bad haircut, um, which Campbell knows all about with that fucking rat's tail just fucking sitting there. But look at that, look at that, look at that. He's fucking disgusting. Fucking you can tell he's from Bathurst. Yeah. Besides um, giving my nomination to Campbell, on. on Viliami kick out. Yeah, still 2020-ish, but just the, the blonde um, mohawk, this <laughs> thick, curly, Fijian hair. I've got to give it a kick out. Rosie? Mate, I'll, um, yeah, I'll go Dylan Brown because he had like about five oh, different yes. He had bleached, he had a line through it, he had weird fades. But it was all due to a good cause. He was raising money for Ronald McDonald House um, by doing it. So, um, But some of them were shocking, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give it to him. Yeah, that's a good one. I think there must have been something in the water over there at Parramatta because a lot of those guys did have really shit haircuts. Ferguson. Um, <laughs> no, but like um, you mentioned Dylan Brown like going bleach blonde, but Hayes Dunster had the he had like tips and they were like off blonde. They weren't they weren't even good tips. But yeah. um, in anyway, back to mine. I've I've actually gone Brimson. He had that similar chop to Dylan Brown and I think he even oh. sported it through the Origin camp and it was just yeah. atrocious. Yeah. With honourable mentions to Gutherson, Dylan Brown and Hayes Dunster. There's plenty of plenty of honourable mentions you could do out there. Um, just off the top of my head just trying to think. Um, like even like Aaron Woods like like he's not even like trying to make a shit chop. That's his, his <laughs> natural hair. You know what I mean? So like there's plenty of Moses, Moses Dooley with like yeah. You know, oh, he's, he's a mess. A on his head. Yeah. yeah, and he even chopped it off, and it was still like long. Yeah, I, I think um, yeah, there was a fair few players from Manly had some had some uh, decent hair about him. Um, but yeah. Well, I'm going to give my points to Rosie for the Dylan Brown. He had plenty of them. It was for a good cause. I just feel like that's a deserved winning. Winner. Yeah, I'll back that. Right, put, right. you got the point. You got the point, Rosie. So that's uh, Rosie two, Campbell two, Big Nilsson one still. So uh, I'm. 
falling fall, fall behind, I know I might stay there. Um, next one, best dress or style. So um, this one could be a combination of things. Could be a favourite jersey you're seeing from a team. It could be a, something a player's worn outside the thing. Or going off last night with the red carpet, um, I've, I've gone Peter, Peter Volandis with the big bright blue suit that he looked outstanding in. He scrubbed up. Brilliant, I think, last night. And um, I've gone the big blue Power Ranger with Peter Volandis as my nomination. Campbell, who, who, what was your pick? Yeah, great choice, mate. I've actually gone for the return of the nostalgic Canberra milk jersey from the Raiders uh, for 2021. Yeah, good choice, good choice. When they released them early doors this year, they actually sold out twice. So I, I can't good imagine start. many NRL jerseys selling out prior to a ball being kicked, let no. alone... Uh, during the season, yeah, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, I do agree. I do love um, their... They, they, I think they photoshopped. I don't think they actually played a game in it, but they changed it. When um, oh, I yep. saw that someone captioned a, a video and they when they said Canberrians, it was Ken Brethren's. <laughs> so they, instead of Canberra milk, it was Ken Brethren's milk. I love that. It was like huge. Oh, I love that. I love what they did. But yeah, the Canberra milk, bringing back um, that nostalgia from the 90s, that was, that was ripper. Um, mine was bringing back a heritage well, as well, a bit of heritage jersey. It was the Melbourne Storm. They did it so well. They brought back the Oh, yeah, I did like the, that. The witch? With the, the yellow colours. Just the full white oh, with yeah. the fucking yellow. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That was great. They brought it back as a heritage for their, I think, their 99 uh, yeah, premiership. season. Or their I'm going with that. That's I'm, I'm going, I'm sold on the Storm jersey. I like that. Well, I'm sold on the Canberra milk. Oh, it's up to you, Campbell. <laughs> I actually really like the milk. You like... Campbell's yeah. giving him. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, hey, give yourself the point. The milk was good. I didn't even think about that. But you yeah. on your soap. I love, I love those teams bringing back that, those old stuff. The um, stuff that, you know, us as kids, you know, yeah. and eventually, I don't know if you, the, the weird thing is, you're going to see kids that are watching today, are they going to, there's not many jerseys that they look at now going, oh, I wish they bring back that jersey. So it's like, yeah. it's always going to be around that 80s and 90s, those heritage ones that we sort of remember. And I think it's, Mainly due to the, the you know the logos. You think about Canberra, the video easy Woodges. Yeah, um, yeah. The video easy oh, one's an unreal one. Henny, yeah. oh Henny Penny with the Knights. Yeah. Um, oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I saw, saw someone in the crowd uh, from the finals one uh, couple of weeks ago. I was like, oh holy shit, you know Henny Penny jersey. Yeah, it's great seeing something. Them, I want to get one myself. Yeah, so. I've got a Henny Penny jersey give myself. I remember I had another one once as well. The OG but, one or something. Yeah, but it was the 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 company that made them i think the the old classic ones they they're not the player official ones they're just like a fan Supporter. one and the henny penny spelt in capital letters which is yeah wrong. yeah that's yeah oh. yeah so henny penny's all lowercase this was the one oh. i had i ended up selling it for 200 bucks and i was end up buying a um three-quarter new south wales um 90s jersey with it uh what's his name it was a lock four that used to play for new south wales before clyde uh, brad mckay I bought a Brad McCoy match jersey, and uh, that was um, that was a pretty good piece of memorabilia. But um, yeah, so we've gone this. Oh, you've the gone Canberra the milk, milk yeah. Canberra milk. So that's and I'd a, I'd love to see him bring back Video Easy as a sponsor, but I just don't think Video Easy has have the capital. Are they still around? <laughs> Besides those little, yeah, they I'm have. Sure, um, I'm pretty sure. 
we could go buy Video Easy and then because like I think Video Easy selling very cheap these days. Nah, well, Video Easy's uh, actually a massive employer of people with dwarfism because they stand in the little vending machines and when you buy a DVD like from the little vending machine, they push it out the slot. <laughs> hey, here's here's an idea. Let's 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 buy Video let's 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 buy Video Easy, but might turn it into like a Instagram um, shop where. You can see content from our page and your page from NFTs. years ago. It's right. You go back and, oh, I want to watch this video of fucking um, such and such <laughs> doing such and such off the field. And we pay, pay your money. You, know, you get this for 24 hours. You get a late fee and stuff to return it. You know what I mean? So, uh, uh, we can make a fortune. Yeah, yeah. Probably, we'll probably make 60 bucks over an eight-year period. Um, so, <laughs> score check. Nilso one, Roxy two, Cambo three. We'll go move on to the nostalgic moment of the year. The moment where you thought to yourself, this is why I love rugby league. Um, Campbell, oh, start us off. I've got, uh, I've got one. I've got, a, I've got, I think I've got a really good one for here. Here we go. So um, anyway, after Magic Round, Jacob Arthur played his first game, scored a try, set up a couple too. And after the game, um, I, th- I think the footage came out during the week. I didn't actually see it at, like live or anything just obviously i was at magic ground um but after the game jacob was about to walk in the sheds and just gave brad a big hug and like they obviously had a really uh memorable embrace and then brad sort of pulled himself away from the hug jacob walked into the dressing sheds and i think it was i don't know there was two eels players outside the dressing shed i think papa lee must have been one of them and brad arthur just like he he burst into tears the poor bloke and just embrace the next two boys and they yeah i think it was just a really a great moment that yeah yeah, yeah just really really represented no i do like the that. emotion yeah 100 percent. more like celebrating of um two different generations coming together and just celebrating that family thing it's not about footy oh, it's, it's not about money it's not about the fans it's between them two father and son which and is I'd, I'd love to see a nathan ivan embrace this weekend after a grand final win <laughs> yeah. rosie who have you got for the, the nostalgic moment of the year oh yeah i wrote about this earlier in the year and it's one thing i absolutely love every time they do it is and and sometimes you, like especially now with covid you don't see it that often but uh, watching the players interact with the fans after games um you know, giving away gear or just going up to say hello always shits me when they when they run out and the kids have got their hands out and they not all the players yep. touch them. I'm like, you got to do is touch that hand and that kid will remember that for the fan rest for of life. life. Mate, yep. I still remember it on 25. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So like, and we've had players jump into stands for um, go Greek fans that were unable to come down to the ground. If um, injured players still give up their time, like uh, Ronaldo Militalo, yeah, that was great. Broken his door and, and still went around the ground and gave out. Um, his boots and stuff. So it's not just one player. Um, you know, I think all these players doing all this stuff, interacting with fans, giving away gear, spending time with them. Um, yeah, it made me realise how much I love this game and, yeah. and why I love the game. So I'm just uh, all, all the players inter- interact with um, with the fans after games when we see it on social media, uh, through TV, whatever it is. I love that. Yeah, that's a great. That's another great choice. It's actually two great nominations, boys. But oh, this one, uh, this one actually hit me. Hit me in the feels a tiny bit, like in all seriousness. I was at this game. It was the Sydney Roosters versus the Newcastle Knights at McDonald Jones Stadium. Um, right in front of Bay 9, Brett Morris, he's done his ACL. And that's not I'm not saying that was my favourite part. It was the moments in the sheds after the game with brother Josh coming up and just hugging Brett. He's in tears. He's, his career's over. And when we found out the next day that 
that's Brett's career done. He's retiring. He's not coming back. Mm. That kind of hit me where it's like, man, they were, them two players were like my childhood. Like they were New South Wales, they're Australian representatives. That was a moment where I just went, wow, there's not many of that generation still around. Like, man, like yeah. that made me appreciate their careers a lot more. I'm actually getting goosebumps thinking about it because they were two, one of my favorite players, two of my favorite players. And I just felt like when you, you realize, you don't realize what you've got until it's gone. And, um, Brett Morris retiring, Josh Morris retiring now as well. But just that moment of two brothers being through everything together, the amount of games, blood, sweat, tears, that just was a nostalgic moment I'll never forget. Mm. Look, I, you know, you better start the clock there and, and I, I think I'll stick with uh, stick with yours there. As a Dragons fan, I love watching um, J-Moz and B-Moz growing up. Um, you know, Brett was there for our 2020, uh, 2010 Grand final yep. win. Fortunately, Josh Morris got pushed out. Uh, I would love to see him there with his brother, but um, yeah, that's got my vote. It's, yeah, no, you, know, you can chalk that. One, one of the up. sad things about watching watching players these days, is, you know, watching when you watch them as a kid, you know, they're finally retiring. So. Yeah, well, it's, like I said, it's, it wasn't my favourite thing seeing. Um, Brett be injured, but it's just that moment where I've gone like, yeah, just to appreciate their careers and more celebrate the the good times rather than the bad times. And just like yeah. the seeing the videos of them doing pranks on YouTube the other day. I remember when they like <laughs> oh, run yeah. into the change rooms yeah. and the other one would run around. Um, just Did the, you post that roasting? No, no, um, Monobine, guru, uh, guru, guru, oh, yeah, right. yeah. and then yeah, um, that was a fucking show. Yeah, it was. Joke from the footage and they yeah. the, the the punch up they did at, um, during the game, like yeah, and, and, the, and, and the players come over and, and it was just them too, and they just having a great laugh. I really enjoyed that. Um, yeah. Probably spent a bit too long on that one after my emotional spill. Uh, we're trying to lighten the mood up again now. Um, what are we up to now? We will. We've only got a couple of left. We will go to the influencer and influenza of the year so we'll start off with the influencer of the year your favorite player or club on social media in 2021 i've gone with the melbourne storms instagram so i haven't targeted a player individually i've gone with the storm i just feel like they produce the best content and i know i'm a night supporter knights produce really good content as well but i just feel like the storm's more natural and less um effects and filters it's more raw emotion of the players and just them walking around at training talking to each other kind of like an old school street talk with the footy yeah. show they used to walk around i just feel like they produce the best content so the influences i've gone the melbourne storm footy club yeah no that's a great nomination and that probably leads into mine because a lot of this guy's content does come from the melbourne storm pages josh Addo car um just <laughs> that's like, it <laughs> yeah that it. some of the yeah just some of the excerpts of him walking around training like with a cowboy hat on and like I tell you one thing that I reckon he's gonna start a trend of is at training, tucking your shirt into training. Like I've always do that. Getting your training shorts. Like I remember like blokes used to do it way, way, way back in the day. Yeah. Like when I was a little tacker going to first grade training or whatever with my old man. Like blokes would run around with their short like shirt tucked yeah. in their shorts. But now I think I think the Fox is bringing it back, and I, I reckon in twenty twenty two you're going to see a lot of boys at training with their shirts tucked see, in. <laughs> see, I do, I actually do that because I back when Siani Matiadi played with us at South, and I went on a couple of rep camps and that with him. He was doing it. He was tucking his shorts in, and I was just like, "What's this about?" And he was explaining <laughs> why, and I was like, "I might do that." I started doing it. It was like a photo shot of me at training, and I was like. I actually look alright. It makes me backside look a bit better. So um, I don't mind that. Yeah. Uh, who you got, Roasty? I was never a tucked in guy. I was always shirt out. Um, I always thought if I tucked it in, you could see the belly a bit. Yeah. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, I'll tuck it 
I'll untuck it and sort of, yeah, slim it down a bit more. But um, I love that. I'm actually the same as you. Uh, I've got the same pick. I've got Melbourne Storm. But I'll, I'll wear their Twitter page because uh, a lot of times you see um, Twitter accounts of, of teams and they just put out the same sort of stuff, which is score updates, so-and-so scored a try with a gift or whatever. If you go back and have a look at their game against uh, the Panthers, they're just really they're, they're basically like a, a fan account, and it's <laughs> oh, so, yeah, yeah. It feels so natural and organic that you you can't help but you know feel uh, with them along along with the game. I'm pretty sure they just put out a tweet which was they spelled it with an A, but it was fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, they put out a photo with um with Ryan Pappenhaus and Harry Green on the ground, it's like, oh, um, it looks like we actually don't love football. Yeah. It's just like, that's that's the feeling. If you're a Melbourne Storm fan, then, uh, which which I'm not, I'm a Dragons fan, but I was watching that and going, you know what, if if I'm a fan, I'm feeling deflated and I feel like I hate football and they, they bring it across in a way that is funny and engaging, so I love that. Could you imagine the be- yeah? Imagine the people that actually got offended by them swearing, but like all the good good is uh, out there. You uh, go. <laughs> yeah, surely it not. Be, it would be. There'd be people that would take that and go, "Oh, this is unprofessional. This is how you know." That's that's this the, yeah. That's the what yeah. This is how they should be acting. It's the you wait. Know, this is the way I think now. It's. Yeah, it's just the way I, it's the way I think now, and I hate it because I'm always just trying to, or like I'm always You're dragging conscious, to the, of, that, conscious yeah. of the negativity when I should be like embracing how good that is. But it's just the I don't know. So what are we on there? Oh, I'm got, going I, the I, same, I, split the I've points. gone the storm like, over all social media, but I do like pinpoint giving a good example of the Twitter page. So I'm going with yeah. The I'm happy. To, I'm happy to part my vote. Point five and point five. Point five and point five. <laughs> Rosie, what do you reckon? Yeah, but I think we're going to end up with a tie, so that point five might come in different. So I'll take the point five. Well, I'll, 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 I'll take whatever I can get. So that's two and a half. So moving on to the influenza. Influenza. Of the oh, I've got. So this play. Well, so this has got to be some, like a club or a player that probably doesn't produce enough content or good enough content. It was just shocking out there. I've gone with Cameron Smith. Now, this is not a knock on Smithy. I love me. I love me some Smithy. He, the guy, or well, not the. It's oh. the second guy. I love me some Smithy, but just his know. Instagram <laughs> is just full of money endorsed products or something he's selling. Like shout out to Adventure Kings if you want to sponsor the show. Well, he obviously sponsors Cameron Smith. It's always like Adventure Kings that, or it's PS Five that, or it's these footy boots, or it's this magazine. There's no just raw footage of Cameron Smith being Cameron Smith. It's all about... Or even his family or anything. Fe- I suppose he's yeah, pretty private. Give us, he's, give us your wallet, feed it, and I'll I'll do anything. You know what I mean? I'm going with Cameron Smith, my influenza. Roast it. I, I like that because I refuse to... Um, I refuse to believe that Cameron Smith is a, is a gun on NBA 2K. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. I don't think he, he spent any time... Uh, like maybe growing up as a little kid, but like not during his, his teenage years or early twenties playing PlayStation, doing the grinds like some of us, you know, up late, you know, playing our games. So I refuse to believe he's picking it up at um, age thirty eight. Yeah, um, I think he's doing it for the money. Mine is um, look, I'm being a bit self indulgent here. I'm choosing my, myself or part of myself. It's the fans that come on my page and comment dry. They all they do is they oh. just put a comment when I make a, a joke, and all they do is go, "Oh, that's dry," or, or even just dry. I'm like, you're wasting my time. Like, my humour is very dry. Uh, a lot of the stuff I do is is dry humour. It's what I've grown up on. It's what I've built the page on. And so when I see it, I'm just like, oh man, I just want to attack them. Oh. They do get to me. Oh, you so tell you what I'm going to do now. Every every time Rosie yeah. posts now, I'm going to let's just let's just comment dry. Yeah, you would, you fuck with. <laughs> no, I'm just going to restrict your comments. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I I um 
I don't know. I didn't have a. I'll admit, <clears throat> I don't have a great nomination for this. Um, you don't do your homework, but <laughs> I did do my homework. But I don't know. I just, I probably don't pay enough attention to the shit people on social media, which is probably a good thing. That's a good thing. But uh, for my nomination, I actually had uh, David Nofaluma. But I know this was in 2020. But for his tweet during the 2020 Origin series, when he ragged on the Blues wingers, did he? Yeah. No, I didn't even know yeah. that. Did see that? Yeah. Um, he yeah, I can't remember what it was, but he was yeah, it was like was a it just, was it just a frown frown face or something? Yeah, it was something like that. Where it was yeah. like a subtle um subtle dig at the selectors that he wasn't picked. And I mean, you just got to look at his and the West Tigers twenty twenty one season to know that it was the right decision not to pick it. Oh yeah. Oh. yeah I, I can agree. With, I can agree with that. Like you know, you, you want players to be outspoken and, and talk of you know. That, but you also don't want to be ragging like this is a mm. uh, um, state of origin teams, New South Wales versus Queensland. Like we shouldn't be bagging any of our boys. And mate, like if position, if if um if members of the public see players bagging other players or other aspects of the game, like they feel they feel like they're entitled to do it and go and comment dry on your post and just shit like that, like negative yeah. crap. It is dry, but you've got to get, you know, races. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, I'm logging off. Catch your boys. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I think Campbell's nomination gets cancelled out because it was 2020. Um, I'm going to give myself a point. I like the Cameron Smith one. Just the advertisement. Like, I like... Yeah, okay. So, yeah, you're um, selling, selling your... You've built this Instagram page up to... From your footy career and now you're selling it off to the highest bidder. I just want to see more. My, 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 my vote's going to Roasty. I can't stand people who go and... Like, if you're going to bag... Someone on social media, like at least send the post to a mate and bag them. <laughs> like, don't do it on their fucking comments, dry, you wanker. Dry. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> like, how is the world a better place for that comment? Well, sorry, Rosie. I've um, I've, I've, I've taken the point. I voted for myself. So that's all right, mate. You take the point. Spe- yeah. Speaking of dry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've got the last award here, and it's the award that we're um, the big award. It's the the, the big, big the big dick, the big swing, big dick swinging, who off the field. But we just a quick, quick score update. Um, Rosey in third place on two and a half votes. Campbell second place, three points, and Nilso taking the lead on that half that we showed before, three and a half. So it's gone down to the last one here. So this one, the greatest big dick terror of the year award. The player that was your favourite on and off the field, it doesn't have to be for their playing ability, it doesn't have to be for what they do on social media or for their community. Um, does, I might go first or... Yeah, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll go first. Now, his brother won the Dally M medal the other night. I've gone Gerbo, Jake Trebojevic, Mr. Thumbs Up. Everyone, go on, give us a thumbs up, everyone. Yeah, there we go. That'll be a good photo. Um, I just feel like the man's just so consistent. He gives you an 8 out of 10 each week. He doesn't play any worse... Doesn't play well. Yeah, he could play better sometimes. He does, but I just feel like he's the nicest human being you'll ever meet in your life. Like just the way he handles himself. He's never in any drama that you hear of. Um, every single player just speaks so highly of him. Um, and just that thumbs up. That thumbs up he does in every single photo. How yeah. can you not like that? Nah, and he's a good. Bloke. Just like some of the videos in the Matty John show of like. Um, when they the Matty Johns dresses that old bloke, and then he picked him up straight away and carried yeah. on with the joke. Yeah. A few other times this year, I've, yeah, I've I've gone Jake Javovic, great player. Um, he's got my big dick tower nominee, mate. Well, I actually went for his brother, 
Not Ben Trebojevic. <laughs> I went for Tom Dr- Tommy Turbo. I honestly couldn't go past him. After a slow start to the year for a bit of a fuck-up on the field, I feel like that was the, a bit of the... Uh, well, allegedly it wasn't for that fuck-up off the field. It was allegedly slipped in the shower, but I don't know. I think we can read between the lines there. But uh, his dedication to his craft after that has definitely... Like, the, the Dally M result last night has definitely been a reflection of his commitment to his craft then like i take my hat off to him like i think i saw last night that he he won the medal after playing only 15 nrl games yeah. and two origin games and he he beat steve slippery morris the morris boys old old man uh for least amount of games played when he's won player of the season yeah. steve slippery morris one year won it and, and played 16 games but Turbo only played 15. That's incredible, eh? That's a, that's a big big achievement by Turbo, and hats off to him. Uh, Rosie, who, who have you got for you? Yeah. Big, the big dick tower of the year. Just, um, just I'll quickly jump on, just make a comment about, about Tom. He, um, Guru put out that, uh, on average, with his points that he scored yeah, in 15 wow. games, yep. Thurston I did scored this. 36, that was the record. But on average, if Tom had played all 22 games, he would have scored... Um, 50 points, 50 daily points, which is just phenomenal. Like, yeah. You know, imagine if he did. But uh, And on Jakey as well, I put up a photo last night with him. He was he seemed more excited for Tom yeah. than Tom did, right? And that was just, it was just a still like, it was a um, funny little caption. But um, Hannah Hollis, who, she jumped in, she goes, this family is 11 out of 10 and with a thumbs up. And it just shows like yeah. what, these, what these two guys have brought to the fans to the Manly squad and, and to NRL community or like what they've done all year is just fabulous. They are a great family. They're so humble. Um, I love those two picks. Uh, mine is, uh, I've just gone with a player who I thought was outstanding in the year. Um, I put a post up about him earlier. Dubbo lad. He um, got uh, center of the year um, award. Uh, Matty Burton. Yeah, he good pick. stood up in his first full year of um, footy. Uh, he's played like I think six games before this year yeah. in a mix of five eight and off the bench. This year is sort of his full year in a position that he's not, not you know, he's a five eight. He, he can play centre obviously, but um, you know, he stood up um, in his first full year. So I love uh, Matty Burton. I know he does a lot for the community in Dubbo as well. So uh, he's my pick for um, big dick of the year. Yeah, the big dick, the big dick tower award. Great well, for choice. this for this last. Um, the last point. How about we take it to a vote on Instagram this week, and we'll let the we'll let the fans decide um, on who who they think should be the, the deserving winner of the inaugural Big Dick Tower Award of the Year. Um, we'll, we'll put it on our Instagram. We'll just do the, the question, and they get them to tap an answer, and um, we'll get maybe get you to share it, Rosie, as well. Um, just see, we get the three players. So we got. Uh, Jake Dubojevic, Tom Dubojevic, and Matt Burton as the three players who are going to take out the uh, most prestigious award of the, the big tower over here. So, um, no, great, great episode, boys. Rosie, mate, very much appreciate you coming on to this episode. We'll get you on again in the off-season. I'm sure we'll um, tee up a few, uh, a few other different content ideas. But um, where can the listeners out there, the boys and gals and mixed-gendered folio on Instagram or et cetera? Uh, guys, again, thanks very much for having me on. I really appreciate it. I love coming on, uh, having a chat to you guys. Uh, everyone can find me at the NRL Roast on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Um, you can follow the podcast as well, the Roasted Podcast on Instagram. We're just um, doing some uh, fun interviews with different people, so uh, jump on there. 
But, uh, yeah, thanks again, boys. I really appreciate it and um, hope to talk to you again soon. No, thanks, Rosie and Campbell once again, mate. Thank you for joining me. Uh, we had two weeks off. Um, thank you for joining me, Mr. Ratzal. Always a pleasure, my friend. Like I said, guys, what's new in the castle on Instagram? <clears throat> at Campbell Scott underscore underscore or Dan <laughs> underscore Nilsson. If you want to message me, go on a nice date. Restrictions are lifting soon. I'm available whenever you want, whenever you need. Just give me that ring. Um, guys, thanks for listening. Give us a like, five star. Everything, you know, send us a message and, uh, yeah, we'll leave it with that. Put a, put a funny review down, please. <laughs> yeah. Give us your best yeah. Re- yeah, give us your best review. Um, I don't care if you pretend you're a celebrity or something. We have, like, some person doing Buzz Rothfield. It wasn't even you, was it? Yes, it was. Oh, it was you. Yeah, but, um, yeah. So, if you yeah, leave a five-star review or whatever. But, um, boys, thank you. Cheers, Done. boys. We need to hear you, Newcastle.